You are now listening to the Impro Amsterdam podcast. Welcome everybody to the Impro Amsterdam podcast. My name is Sietse Wilman. I'm an improviser and an improv teacher from Amsterdam. And today I'm the host of the official festival podcast. And I'm joined by a very special guest, none other than the artistic director himself, Mr. Sven Lanser. Wow, thank you. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, I, we played a great show last night and... Uh, I see lots of people loving what we're doing, and um, yeah, I'm happy. I'm a bit tired. My voice yeah. is uh, starting to uh, to crack a bit. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it, it will sound sexy. Well, thank you. You, thank uh, you. as the week progresses, you'll get sexier and sexier. <laughs> well, at least your voice will be. Yeah, I will get older, but I think men tend to become more sexy when they get older, right? Uh, absolutely. Well, let's hope so. I mean, we, we're we're getting older anyway, so we'd better do it in a sexy way, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, cool. Um, so um, you're the artistic director of the festival. Yes. Uh, could you tell us a bit about um, what do you do as an artistic director? Yeah, well, um, um, we have workshop, uh, workshops, we have shows, um, and basically I'm responsible for those. So um, uh, I'm, I'm the head of the, the artistic uh, committee, the, the, we call it the RT Club, um, and we decide which, um, which groups we, uh, we invite. Uh, which late night groups we select, uh, which teachers we want for the workshop, which workshops, which shows from those groups. And then um, uh, we put it all together and we hope it becomes a great festival. And, and if uh, it's uh, not, it's my fault. Ah, okay. So if any of your listeners have some complaints, they should turn to you. Yes, definitely. Ask yeah. for their money also back. Also, if they have compliments, they can turn to me. Oh, no, they, if they have compliments, they can turn to me. Okay, I don't have great. anything to do with it, but I just like to get some compliments. Great. Um, uh, and do you work on that all year? Mm. We start, um, uh, basically after the festival is done, we start with an evaluation, but we already focus on who do we want for next year. So I already have one group in mind we want. Wow. Uh, and also like the picnic. Could uh, you tell us... Uh, what group that is? No, I d- I'm not going to tell you because uh, I want. I, I'm, we will tell you if if they agree, if we ah. can get them. Um, because First I don't get the wanna paperwork done, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and for example, picnic we have now. We've been trying to get them for years. Petty styles we're trying to get them for years. So it's nice when they're finally here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, when do you decide that's the group we have to take? I mean, wh- what does a group have to offer for you to? Yeah, really get h- eager. Yeah, uh, high quality level, uh, of course, high level of quality. I don't even know how you say that. A good group. A good group, <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a good solo uh, 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 player like Patty. she came alone. Um, and we also are looking for diversity. So we look for diverse playing styles. Uh, we also look for um, uh, different cultures because that influences the way they play. Portuguese play differently. Uh, then Colombians, then uh, people from the U.S. So, so we try to um, differ uh, on those as well, and we also like to have um, different energy levels. Like, like older improvisers tend to be high quality, and but they um, sometimes what what young improvisers have, they they bring this energy with all like young dogs running around and yeah. do crazy stuff, and we like to have all of that. 
So, and uh, um, where do you find them? Do you go a lot to other festivals, or do you visit shows, or do you research it online, or how does yes, that work? Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, and. Um, yeah, I, I go to some festivals. Uh, the other people from the RT Club also go to festivals, so that's how we meet groups. Uh, sometimes we hear of groups. Um, um, and, uh, and now, because we have the late nights, um, which are after our main shows, they're uh, simultaneous late nights, so we have 10 late night shows um, and those are people they can submit their show and then we just see here how they do um, and if they're great we have them back like a GBG Impro GBG Impro from uh, Gothenburg in, in, in Sweden they we had them la last year in our late night show and we thought they were awesome so now they're in our main stage uh, in our main cast so, so yeah. the late night shows also uh, are a good place to uh, find new groups yes. and give people a chance without putting them on the on the yeah, main yeah, stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like scouting for us, and it's a great way because instead of us going to to other uh, countries and find them, they actually come to us and they show what they got. So that's mm. a great opportunity. And and uh, how hard is it to get the groups you want? Um, there's always a financial thing. We're in an amazing theater. It's beautiful. I, I well, I gotta say, I've never been to an improv festival with it theater like ours it's not ours we pay a lot of money for it <laughs> it would be so cool though right if yes were, it would if be your own theater yes and but some uh, improv uh, uh, festivals have that they have their own theater but it's, cool. it's it's almost never as nice as what we have here but that means a lot of money goes to this um, that means we cannot pay uh, like a full air uh, fare for everyone coming here so they get part of uh, we, we pay them half now and we give them the opportunity to teach workshops so they, they make some money. Um, and we hope we can convince them uh, uh, in that way with the financial aspect, but also like this is an amazing city, an amazing festival. Uh, so please come, you know. And I think we have a good name as Amsterdam, just, you know, everyone sure. knows Amsterdam in Who the world. Who doesn't want to go to Amsterdam? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But does it happen that you want to book an act or a teacher uh, and you just can't convince them to come over um yes it happens yeah 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 they just say well we, normally we get this amount of money and we're professionals so i'm sorry um it's not that we don't want to because it sounds great looks great but you know the money is a thing and uh, and i can totally relate to that um so yeah and sometimes you just negotiate and try to give them a little bit more or more workshop opportunities or for example patty styles wanted to come she was supposed to come years ago she couldn't which was totally fine. Um, but then, like, I was so early with, with saying, okay, you can come, that she had an opportunity to also um, book some other workshops. So she was, uh, uh, prior to this festival, she was in Belgium for a week. Yeah, um, so that, that made uh, her enough money so she could come here. Uh, because money is an issue. We, we don't want them to, to pay to come, you know. We want them to... To, to feel like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. an even deal, yeah. And the uh, attractions of Amsterdam are all pretty cool, but yeah. they don't feed your family. Exactly. Instance, or pay your exactly. rent or, uh, yeah. or whatever. Exactly. And um, is that one of your uh, uh, ambitions, to grow as a festival, to get any act you want to? That's an interesting question. Uh, I had this talk, I, I think it was with Jochem, who's one of our MCs and a great improviser as well, and we were talking about how um, uh, some people think bigger is better, and he said, no, better is better. And I'm like, yeah, that's what we're going for. So yes, we want to grow, but we want to become better. And to me, that means um, we can uh, 
give high quality workshops, high quality late nights and high quality main stage shows. And also we want to give to the improv community. So I want the, the, the players to actually earn money by from uh, uh, coming to us. And, and um, we have to figure out how that works out financially, but I would love to be able to give that to them. And also we want to grow still in the amount of workshops we teach um, because for me, there's a, well, the, our mission is twofold. On the one hand, we just want to have great improv shows for the audience, and that could be an improviser or just a general audience, general public. Um, but also, we uh, we want to have this festival as a, as a meeting place where improvisers from all over the world come to be inspired, to learn, to share. Um, and I, I think we can still learn in that uh, in that uh, area. Yeah. Okay. And and, and 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 learn. I say learn. I mean improve and, and get and bigger. And grow in that yeah. in that way. Because yeah. the the festival goes way way back. Yeah. Um, uh, this is your second year as, yes. a, as artistic director. Yes. Um, could you tell a bit about uh, how it all uh, how it started out? Uh, the how festival. It developed in, yeah, in the last few years, because I don't think. Everybody is familiar with it. Story. Yeah, when it started, it was basically uh, it was 22 years ago. It was basically just people uh, doing theater sports in Holland, and they were like, "Yeah, great, let's have other groups from other countries and and do theater sports matches." And it grew into was it like a, like a tournament back then, or I guess so. I don't even know. I should know, but I I'm, I'm I don't. You're not around that long. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, no, and I wasn't an improviser back then, so I, I just don't know. And um, what it turned into is that we want to show different kinds of improv. Uh, we don't do theater sports anymore. Uh, some, some, we basically most of the, the the formats are long form, but some are short form. And it can be a narrative, it can be a montage, it can be these 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 mix of things like the improvado which is a mix of of uh, a traditional portuguese music with improv which is great um uh, and i completely forgot your question so i hope this is an answer to it <laughs> well uh, I, I asked about uh, the, the history of the festival ah, yeah but uh <laughs> knowing about improvado it's cool as well. <laughs> yes. That's the thing of a podcast. You can start out with one topic and end up uh, talking about something completely else. Great. Just yeah. yes and what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but but um, this is, like I said, this is your second yes. year. Uh, how, how did you become the artistic director? Yeah, uh, Anya, who was uh, the artistic director before me, basically asked me, um, I... Um, <clears throat> just a year or the two year before that. Um, and um, she said, I am looking for a successor because I want to do other stuff and I want to enjoy the festival in a different way instead of being being the AD running around. And and she asked me and I was yeah like, yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, and then sounds I simple enough. Yeah, and then I tried to keep... Did, did you know back then what you got yourself into? Mm, kind of, uh, but like, like what it's really like, what... What it's really like um, is um, you only know once you do it. Yeah, sure. it's like uh, getting married or having a baby. I'm not married. I don't have a baby, but, uh, but maybe you maybe, maybe you can tell me. Yeah. I am artistic director, um, and I noticed that um, there were some. I wanted to keep what we had, which was good, and I wanted to add to it, which I thought there was room for improvement. For example, the workshops. Yeah, and and. Um 
you wanted to keep uh, the, the good things. What are the good things that set aside Impro Amsterdam compared to other international festivals? Okay, we have a, we, like I said, we have a beautiful theater and it's really like a really professional theater. So we want to have high quality shows. And our main shows are... Don't, don't think other, sh other festivals will say, no, we don't mind that much about the quality of the shows. Um, well, you know, I, I, like, first of all, it started out as a show festival. We wanted to have great shows. The workshops came later. There's also festivals that focus on workshops, and it's like an improv community festival where everyone is, is doing uh, the workshop, uh, are doing workshops, and a lot of people... So, um, what are those good things that set aside Impro Amsterdam compared to other international improv festivals? Yeah, we, we, we have a focus on high uh, on the quality of the shows. Um, we started out as a as a festival to show uh, what improv is is like, and there are also festivals that focus. Um, of course, high-quality shows, but also on the community aspect. So having uh, improvisers from all over Europe or all, all over the world come together and share um, this beautiful experience. That also means that they we have they are mixed-cast shows and they are put on the same stage where you see the, these people who have been working together for like five years. And uh, inevitably, the show, the mixed-cast show with 13 people who don't know each other is not as good as that other show. And with us, um, we don't have those kind of shows on our main stage. We do have an open stage because we want to give people the opportunity to do that. Um, but I think like having those different theaters, uh, the, well, we have one theater, but the different rooms within the theater, um, I think that sets us apart because like the shows that you do see in the main stage are great shows. And, and how do you rank uh, Impro Amsterdam uh, uh, on, the, on the global scale of Impro festivals? Uh, I don't. And, and I want you to be honest about this, and not because you're uh, you're the AD that you say, "Oh, we have the best festival." Because no, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. It's the best festival. Uh, no, it's true. Be, yeah. All the other festivals it suck. Yeah. No. The thing is, I are <laughs> fake. They are fake festivals. Yeah, yeah. The system <laughs> is rigid. Yeah. <laughs> no, but 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 honestly, how, how do you? Rank. I, I, I think it's it, it's a hard question to answer because I don't know the other festival, all the other festivals. I do know that, like you said, we have a beautiful theater and that really sets us apart. Um, we have, um, we're one of the biggest festivals in Europe. I think we're, we're probably the oldest still running festival in Europe. But, uh, but on a global scale, are there still festivals that you think, uh, that you still look up to and think, wow, we, we could learn something from I think from we can that, learn or I, I think we can have to sorry I just kicked the table so if you hear oh. a bounce that was me sorry um, yeah uh, I think we can learn from any any festival even the festivals that are smaller because the, every festival has something that makes it unique uh, I think we do have a great festival and and uh, I, I, I something in me says no be modest be modest um, because oh, you, don't, you don't have yeah. to be, but, but I was wondering what are um, uh, some of your favorite other festivals that you say, wow, we really kind of look up to them or think. Well, one of my festivals, the first international festival I went to was Würzburg, and I love it because everything is in one place. Uh, we have great workshops, they're great teachers, they really bring uh, uh, new teachers there, and there's, it's a great community to come to, great, great place to come to. 
I like I like Barcelona. I went to because it's Barcelona, so that kind of <laughs> helps. Um, but the, the community is great. Finland, Fief is also great. The community, it's hard because now I feel I have to name every festival I went to no, because otherwise people just, will be just. angry. But no, those are great festivals. I, we went to Edmonton, which was great, great opportunity because it was in Canada. It was completely different from what we're used to. Um, so yeah, I still want to visit new festivals and see what they're like because every festival has something that makes it unique and we yeah. try to learn from all festivals. Do you have any idea how many festivals there are around no, the world? No, but because like the last few years, there are so many festivals. It's like it's exploded. It feels like every other week there's a festival in Europe and some are even at the same time and a lot became international festivals. and. Um, I think that's great, it's amazing, but also sometimes I'm like, how do we compete? I mean, if people go to Copenhagen for a festival and we have the same teachers, will they still come to us? Because now we have people from Romania and, well, and well, you know. And how do you compete? Um, yeah, by, 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 still, by, by having this theater, by, by focusing on the quality. We've been doing it for quite some time, so we are, are like a oiled machine compared to maybe some of the other festivals who are still finding things out yeah. um, and I still we're still Amsterdam so <laughs> that does yeah. help and uh, um, is there also uh, uh, something special about the atmosphere uh, atmosphere that sets aside it as a uh, sets it aside as a Dutch festival who that's hard because in to all the festivals I went to like having workshop participants having improvised around just makes it an international thing um, but still, it's hosted by Yes, but I wouldn't say it, it, it was a Dutch thing as much maybe as a European thing. Yeah. When I went to Edmonton in Canada with Laura, um, who's my duo partner for a show called Me and Max, book it, book it, great. Um, um, <coughs> I, and think, I don't think anybody heard that. Yeah, oh, damn it. Uh, well, uh, um, also by Cup of Soup. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think no one knows what Cup of Soup is out of Holland. No, really? Yeah. I, I guess it, it sounds so international, though. Cup yeah, soup. well, we tend Dutch people tend to make everything English because it sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's really horrible soup, by the way. <laughs> what are you know, just saying? Cup of soup is bad soup. It is, it is bad soup. It's it's very salty, okay. and and it's just horrible. There's one sponsor we cannot contact anymore. No, thanks. There's a PR la PR lady sitting in like. No, yeah, no, well, don't say well, this, don't say well this. she can edit it out uh, if she wants to, but I think it's it's. Um, it's very important to make a statement as a podcast yeah. host. And my statement of the day is don't drink cup of soup. It's this disgusting, salty, fake soup. Fake soup. It's not real. It's <laughs> not even real soup. It's <laughs> fake, salty soup. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't know. You asked me a oh, question. Oh, you plugged your uh, duo show with, yes. uh, with Laura. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were talking uh, about uh, Edmonton. Me and your, uh, yeah. my ex, Book yes. It, Book It. Book It, Book It, yes. But actually, you wanted to say that um, Impro Amsterdam uh, has a European vibe. Yes. And I, I noticed that when we went to Edmonton, which um, uh, um, the most of the people there are North Americans, so Canadians and, and uh, Americans. And, and I noticed that, wow, they are, of course, Canadians and Americans are different, but what I noticed, they're more similar to one another than, than they are to us. And somehow Imbal was there, he's a great, great improviser from, um, from uh, Israel. And she, um, I felt really connected to her. And I think Israeli people are different from Dutch people. But then being there, I really realized there's something, uh, something like a European identity. And I never feel it while I'm here. I only feel the differences between the Finns and the Swedes and the, and the Dutch and the, the Italian. But there I was like, no, we're pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's fine. a European vibe here. 
Okay, cool. Um, and you, you, well, you talked about um, uh, cultural differences and yep. styles in improv uh, uh, as well. What are are the main uh, areas of improvisation? Could you say like, well, there's the American style and the European style, or maybe the Southern style uh, against the Northern style, something like that? Yeah, I think you can. You do notice differences, um, and I'm going to generalize here, so please don't feel. Uh, upset if you feel like no but we do something differently um, for example I noticed that warmer countries tend to be more physical uh, like the Colombians are very physical but also the Portuguese uh, are, are so, and I also see that with 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 Italians they are more physical um, uh, the the Americans tend to be very fast and verbal um, and probably because they play in their own language right yeah, that does help. Um, but even if I see them play in in English, they are faster than if we play in Dutch. Um, and once again, this is generalization because there are many, many exceptions, of course. But those are things you do uh, notice. And I noticed there, of course, there's like the Del Close uh, 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 the uh, school, school and the other Johnstonian yeah. and how different it is. And, and that is true. And at the same time, I noticed many similarities and, and the culture um, of your country influences your improv, I think, more than your school of improv does. Okay. Are there any uh, groups from, from Asia or Africa or something? Like that? Have, have they ever been yes. successful? Yes, I think we, we had one of the first festivals I visited. There was someone from, I don't know, South Africa or something? Um, we've had uh, Filipinos, we've had them. We've had people from Turkey, and they they lived on the Asian side of Istanbul, some of them. So they count as Asians? Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I think Israel is Asian. No? Is it? Is it Europe? It's I not Europe, right? It's not Africa. What, what it's is the Middle it? East, it must be Asia. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm, we've had I'm too from afraid Lebanon. to take a stand on this one because... <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to look like a fool by saying no, it's not, or yes, it is, because I, I actually don't know. They they do compete in the uh, European song. Yes, contests. but I heard Australia competes in it now as True, well. But that's just because they like it so much. Yeah, I thought it was because they're part of the Commonwealth, so they have Queen Elizabeth as their queen. Do you know that? As I, does I, Canada. I, I I did I did know that, but I thought they just were allowed to enter the European Song Contest for just once in the beginning because. They were so enthusiastic about it, uh -huh. and then after that one time, they somehow managed to convince everybody they could stay. Ah, oh, great! So this makes me happy. But at <laughs> least we know that uh, Australia isn't Asian, and if any of the <laughs> no, it's uh, Oceania. Is that English? <laughs> I think so. Wow! <laughs> this, this is your free geography lesson yeah, from Impro Amsterdam. From two people who uh, obviously don't know that much about geography. No, but we can fake it. Absolutely. So we also had people from Lebanon, that's also Asia. We've had people from India, that's definitely Asia. Um, so yeah, we, we do have uh, them sometimes. And do they have a, a distinct style? Is there something like an Asian improv? style oh man um because when i think about improv i think about europeans uh americans canada and that's about it yeah well south america well we what we don't know most of us don't know there's a huge uh, uh, uh um, improv community in spanish-speaking languages and spanish-speaking languages 
<laughs> I don't think that's Spanish-speaking Spanish countries. countries. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have their own festivals in Spanish. So they, the Italians could come, the Portuguese, the South Americans, and they just speak Spanish or whatever because it's so similar. Um, so we don't know about that. And But there's a whole community there, which most of us are not aware of. Maybe that we have the same thing in Asia, but they don't have one Asian language. No, so I not. guess not. Um, but Asia is so big that having one style, I don't think so. But what we do notice is that um, a lot of times improv is brought to a country by someone from North America, for example, and it influences the style they play because it's just... And then the risk is that it becomes an Indian version of a North American style. And we want it to be culturally specific. So we have like, yeah, great. So when the Indians come, came, we, we, we asked them to do a Bollywood because that, that, that's Indian culture. Yeah. Um, so, but, so we could see, we could taste a little bit of that because if, if they would have done short form games, it would have been like, yeah, it's an English speaking country. It would have maybe felt too much like North America because I think they were trained by, by, by Adam and I think he's Canadian, so. And, and, and how, how good um, does your English have to be? I just heard Adam is an American, sorry, Adam. Oh, okay, right. Seattle. You yeah, well, Seattle is so correctly. close. I was thinking Victoria or Vancouver is so close to Seattle, so mm. I think I'm excused. Great save. Um, and, and how good do you have to speak English to get booked to an international festival? Um, you have to have... Uh, it. The, the thing is, it shouldn't limit you in playing. Um, so if you can, can make, make it work by just um, using your body, great. Um, uh, but if you really hold back because of it or you cannot play freely, then it becomes a problem. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, as you know, every episode of this podcast, uh, we ask the guests uh, to come up with a question for the next uh, guest. Uh, on the previous episode, we had uh, Victoria Bang from Sweden. Mm -hmm. And uh, she uh, uh, provided a question for you, which uh, is uh, the next one. Um, what is your goal with your improvisation? And, and maybe even more important, when you have reached it, then what next? Then what, yeah. Um, what is my goal with my improvisation? Well, right now I, we are exploring with my own group, uh, Rocky and Moretta, book them, book them. Um, uh, book us, book And us. don't buy a cup of soup. Yes, and don't buy a cup of soup, and also me and my ex, book it, book it. Um, and also don't buy a cup of soup. Yes, don't <laughs> buy a cup of soup, yes. And uh, Israel is in uh, is in Asia. Um, well, that's a perfect answer. Uh, <laughs> I think Victoria will be very happy uh, that you've answered her question. <laughs> What's my goal? My goal is to uh, bring some, something else because a lot of improv is great, fun to look at. It's very, uh, it's craftsmanship. But sometimes I miss the the the. Um, the purpose of it like why are we doing this i want to ch i would love the audience to leave the room changed like wow i'm gonna do this or i'm gonna i think differently now really um, try to activate them yes yes like changing the world by theater and i think that's possible with scripted theater more easily than with improv but i think we can do it so that's my goal to go to and once you've changed the world with your improvisation yeah then which i would then probably take you like a few months I yeah think, to change the yeah whole world. Then, uh, then then i then then i think i will uh try and make cup of soup a better soup which <laughs> is much more of a challenge of course so yeah absolutely yeah I think the first uh, your first goal, you, you can do it for sure. Second mm -hmm. one, not so sure. Not so sure, not in my uh, lifetime. Uh, on the next episode, uh, the guest will be uh, Felipe Ortiz. So what is your question? 
first of all, Felipe is great. And that's why we wanted to have them. So we're very glad we're here. Felipe, thank you for coming. Um, and Daniel and Sarah, of course, and all the other great improvisers. Um, don't eat cup of soup. Um, the question for Felipe, and I, I know I should have thought about this, and I did, but I, but I'm a, I always doubt. So my question for Felipe would be, Build what would you change? Uh, what what would you change in yourself? It's not really an improv question. Like, how would you change yourself as a performer, or as a human being, or yes? <laughs> okay, well, I'm very curious to how he's gonna answer that one. Um, it's time uh, uh, to wrap things up. Um, if people want to. Um, come to the festival or maybe try to uh, get booked on the festival or whatever how can they uh, reach you how can they reach us um if you uh look us up on facebook become friends uh, sign up for the newsletter um and do all kinds of stuff that makes us happy and 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 big online um that would help <laughs> all, all under the name Impro Amsterdam, right? Yeah, just not Improv Amsterdam. No, because Pro it's Amsterdam. different. Uh, Improv Amsterdam is also great, but go to Impro Amsterdam. Um, and um, well, for the late night, we we open up our applications uh, somewhere uh, near the summer, maybe before summer. And and the the for the main cast, it's invite only. So uh, if you already know me, maybe you can suck up to to me or any <laughs> of right. the other RT committee members. But otherwise, uh, yeah, and, and people who do want to <laughs> suck uh, uh, up to you, and uh, maybe they uh, come across you uh, at uh, at some other festival or yes. show or whatever. Could yeah. you um, describe yourself so they know what you look like? Yes, I'm I'm tall. I'm pretty tall, six four, one ninety five. I don't have a lot of hair, and. Um, um, I'm I'm a everyday normal guy looking. Okay, so I if guess. you uh, are at an uh, international improv festival and you see a guy that uh, well looks like that, yeah, like a normal guy who's tall and doesn't have much hair, yes, you may be standing face to face with Mr. Swen Lancer <laughs> and um, just suck up to him and maybe you'll get an invitation to come to Impro Amsterdam Buy me 2018. Buy beer. And buy beer. Okay, well, I think that's the perfect way to end this episode of the Impro Amsterdam podcast. Thank you so much uh, for listening. Uh, thank you, Sven, for, uh, for uh, uh, talking um, about all these uh, things and sidetracking along with me. And have a great festival. Thank you. And thank you. <laughs>